0: We're back, and speaking of being back, it is March first. We've been—it's mm. having... <laughs> been a long time. We are the role players. I am Arthur Mosley. He is Daniel Allen. We are. This is a podcast on sports. We are waking from a sports podcast hibernation of some sorts. You know, it was long winter... one. Yeah, it's winter time. You know, we had Christmas. We had traveling. Sickness. Sickness. You moved. I moved. Uh, not
1: out of state, but. I had a
0: birthday. Mm. Um, 35 is a magical age. Yeah, that was a great age seven years ago. <laughs> 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 I'm not, I've got all the gray hair to prove my, my age. Um, and you know what? I don't think we've cut our hair since like I haven't. 2017. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Either of us. So. <laughs> Getting shaggy. Yes, both both of us are.
1: Well, that's what happens when you don't leave your house for two months. Yeah. You know, you hibernate, Hibernate, dodge the flu and the freezing cold, and um, you start kind of going crazy
0: and... Stir crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're here, uh, man, you know what? Back in the lab. Back in the lab, back at it again. Before we get started, I'm excited to announce, uh, maybe not announce, but I want to tell all of our seven listeners about our sponsors. For this "quote-unquote" season Mm -hmm. of our podcast, so want to want to talk quickly about our sponsors. You guys, make sure you definitely check them out. Uh, Traveling over spring break, traveling over winter break, don't have time to walk your dog. You gotta call Hillstrides. Gotta reach out to Hillstrides if you are in the Hickory Flat Macedonia area of Cherokee County. Contact Hillstrides, that's H-I-L-S-T-R-I-D-E-S, at yahoo.com for all your pet sitting and dog walking needs. There's a
1: Facebook site, right?
0: Yeah, there is a Facebook site, and I don't have it. So, But I it's probably to, just Hillstrides. Yes, Hillstrides on Facebook. Uh, curator is Hillary jackson Mosley. Definitely reach out to her. Um, it's corporate sponsor number one. Corporate sponsor number one. Corporate sponsor number two, man. I, I'm a messy person, right? So this is right up my alley. I've got a, a colleague, Shamika Holmes, all right? She is a organizational coach, all right? Meaning you've got kids, you can't get your home organized, you want somebody with some fresh ideas, she's got it. It's com. all right? Y-O-U-R-G-A-N-I-Z-E-I-T, com. all right? They'll come in, they do commercial and residential, you got a space, you need some ideas, come in, help you organize it, get straight, get settled up, man. There's a lot of, you know, everybody's got something going on in their life. Nobody's got time to organize. You're good at this. All
1: right. I feel like we've officially made it if we're if we're giving out pitches.
0: <laughs> you, you organize it.com, your space, your time, your life. Check it, it. out.
1: I dig it. And uh, so now that we have some sponsors, do we have to be more careful about what we talk about?
0: Absolutely so not. We don't lose them. Absolutely not. Absolutely do I have to not. wear their
1: logo on a
0: patch on my shirt? Absolutely not. Okay. Uh, hey, check out, seriously, check out our sponsors, Hillstrides, uh, Hillstrides, Hillstrides at yahoo.com and yorganizeit.com. When you check them out, use their service. Tell them you heard them on the Role Players podcast. Yes.
1: Is there a promo code, or you just tell them?
0: Just tell them. Just tell them. <laughs> there's no, there's no promo code yeah. just yet. Uh, and there's no microphone radio app either. I mean, you just yeah. just go to the sites,
1: email them. I feel like now I have to go into a Pro Flowers uh,
0: ad. Yeah, yeah, I tell you what, <laughs> Pro Flowers can kiss my ass. Okay. Yeah, they.
1: I used I mean, them once, and they they showed up. They gave my wife a they a vase of like dead flowers so
0: so i ordered two dozen roses for my wife for valentine's day to kind of surprise her because that's my birthday and so normally we don't do anything for her on my birth on valentine's day right it's kind of hokey and so i decided this year i was gonna send some flowers and there was like a special for two dozen roses Mm -hmm. for whatever the cost was and so uh it was awesome. She came, had lunch with me down in Midtown. We went to lunch. Uh, I, I, you know, The rest of the day, I'm waiting for her to call me and tell me how great the flowers were, and, and it never happened. I get home from work, and I see a box of flowers sitting on the floor that I, allegedly one of my kids got from the door, and Hillary never saw them. I opened them up, and I was like, man, that doesn't look like 24 flowers. Oh, it's 12." And so I immediately emailed the customer service, whatever, and like two days later they got back to me, and they said, "Hey, we can deliver you some flowers next week we can.
1: I, was uh, like, yeah. I was like yeah it was like February 20th flowers
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we we are I am definitely never this is the last time I'll mention pro flowers. I will never use your service again so. I
1: won't I won't either. I sent them a picture of them and and a side by side of what they're Website showed, and I was like, "This? How is this even remotely the same thing?" Like, well, we'll give you a free credit
0: for your next purchase yeah, of flowers. That's, they wanted to give me like a twenty percent gift. I was like, "How about you give me my money back?" <laughs> yeah, and they did. To their credit, they did on the reason and again. You got more than I got. Well, I just, I just asked. got a purple vase out of it. And I just, then... I told them to give me my money back. <laughs> I didn't think it would. How about Bosch, man? Speaking of crappy products, how about Bosch?
1: Oh, Bosch. Oh bosh! The uh, the appliance maker, yeah. I had a little Twitter. So uh, I go public on Twitter with complaints. Usually that gets you better than customer service. So I did get a response. Got them to come out. Oh yeah, we'll bump up your. They were like, okay, so it's brand new dishwasher. It's never been used. Breaks after two weeks. Just stops <laughs> working. Like just power goes out. And you push it, like comes on, like goes off. And so I contact them, and, and it's under warranty. It was a one year warranty from the previous owners. And again, never been used, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll 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 send a technician out there in three weeks." I'm like, three weeks? You do you have anything quicker than that? That's a long time to be hand washing dishes." They're like, "Oh yes, we'll 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 email this address and and we'll get that remedied." So I email them, and they're like, "Okay, well, um, yeah, we can come out do whatever a week earlier." By the way, I looked up, and uh, since the warranty was with the previous owner. Um, it's not covered anymore since it was transferred it's not transferable and i'm like but it's you your warranties on your product that stopped working after two weeks but like that's part of the reason you pay more because there's new appliances well so i wrote him like a 10 paragraph angry email (laughs) and um blake decided he was like well let me send this on to somebody that's uh above me one of my managers see if we can take care of it can you send me a copy of your deed I'm like, what yeah can you send me a copy of no. the deed showing you has so yeah i did and uh he's like okay yes well um they'll cover parts and labor we'll come out on march 7th which is um two weeks after the date that i was already placed so it's been about two months <laughs> that we've been hand washing our our dishes with the. so Bosch, yeah Bosch, Bosch is awful
0: um, and if I recall, you you moved like in like the very first of the year, right? Yeah, is January twelfth. That... Okay, so that's... March
1: seventh. We'll get it fixed. <laughs> 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 Only two months. <laughs> Only two months since since then. Yeah, we had two weeks. Um, and since then we've been manually washing dishes every every night, which is a It's, it's been a pleasure. I've enjoyed it. It's fun to pretend that you're back you know living on the prairie but um yeah so anyways (laughs) a prairie (laughs) that's our (laughs) that's our uh a cautionary tale for people out there that uh tales of terrible customer service yeah a copy of the deed it's funny uh, you want to hear something extreme speaking of deeds so i i have uh master's tickets. I won in their ticket lottery. What? So, yeah, I mean, it's for the Wednesday. Practice round? Yeah, yeah. But, so? But, uh, but uh, see, I prefer the practice rounds. Because
0: so, you can it's, yeah, be loose. Yeah, you can...
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, I realized, I was like, wait, that's I haven't updated my address. I moved. They, and they'll send them to the, to the wrong address. So, I contact them. They say, call this number. And I tell her, and she's like, okay, I'm going to send you an email with the instructions on how to change your address. Like, okay, I get it. Here's here's the things you have to do to get the Masters to August National to send your tickets to a new address a handwritten letter stating that I Daniel Allen moved on this date um, please send my tickets to this address sign it scan it a copy of the deed so I've sent the deed twice copy of the deed a copy of a utility bill showing your name and address a copy of your driver's license and then I think I had to give a blood sample from my firstborn son it, it Like, all these things that I had to send, like a handwritten letter, a deed, a utility, all this stuff, just to send tickets to a new, which is cool, they're strict about it, but a little too strict, so. I mean,
0: it's Augusta National, they can, <laughs> so. But I got them. You got them. Got, you got them. Have you ever been over there to Augusta National? I have. I have. Twice. So,
1: I've entered the lottery every year for, like, 15 years, so 2015 I, I won, and then last year I went with my brother on a. It's Thursday or Friday. Okay, and then we'll go again this year. So,
0: had a chance oh, to. It's uh, I had a have a friend whose dad has tickets passes, mm-hmm. and had a chance to purchase them at face value. <sighs> you did. I did, and I went. When did you go? Oh my gosh, this was in two thousand nine. Ah, I have to go back. I. I I have a memento, a few mementos from that, Uh but uh, Friday round, um, we went with a couple of uh, my buddies from uh, North Point Community Church, and uh, I I think I had, this is the only way I can describe Augusta National, Uh, you can, I felt like I could just lay down on the grass and take a nap, it was just so soft. You can. And the sandwiches, the bread was so soft. And, And cheap. Oh, it was like a, you know, a cookie was like... A, less than a dollar yeah. it was just like you get a full meal for like
1: seven bucks yes yes Sandwiches, now the merchandise is crazy extremely
0: it's out of control but, <laughs> but 20
1: bucks uh, will get you like three meals yes yes and yeah if you and the beer is cheap yeah it's amazing and you uh yeah I, I always play a game I'm taking you know Alex I'm taking him this year he's he's never been and it's the for the first time person you're like bet 20 bucks if you can find a weed anywhere not, not on the course anywhere on the ground, right? so if you can find one weed, I'll give you $20.
0: I mean, it's not there. You could take one square foot of my yard and find like 600 weeds right now. Yeah,
1: it's just it's, flawless, it's just,
0: you're right. It's just, a, it's, yeah, flawless. That's a great way to, yeah. so I, uh, I enjoyed it. I've been um, once, and I would, maybe one day I would like to take my children uh, when they're of age and can appreciate it. Yeah,
1: I want to take young kids. And it's cool how you can put your seat down and then walk off. And nobody's gonna sit there, and nobody can take it. And like last year, I got all my merchandise, like my huge bag of stuff, just put it by the chair, and then left. And five hours later, you come back, and it's it's of course there.
0: Yeah. While we're on golf, can we let's just jump in? I'm hanging out last last Sunday, kind of flipping the channel. It's rainy, and uh, I stumble upon the Honda Classic. And I had heard rumblings that Tiger was going to make the cut. And I found myself drawn to the TV. And there was Tiger knocking down a putt. And I was like, oh. And I found myself staring at the TV. Get in the hole. Get in the hole. Get in the hole. (laughs) What is it about Tiger Woods after his long absence of whatever setbacks yeah. What is it that draws? I mean, and I've never been a huge Tiger fan. I've kind of thought he was a little pompous and arrogant. Um, and maybe I, I maybe that we're, as Americans, we're super forgiving and super stupid about some things. But what is it about Tiger that kind of draws yeah. everybody back? And I, I couldn't tell you, you know, other than... Here are the golfers I can tell you right now. Jordan Spieth, Rory McIlroy... Um, uh webb simpson okay oh the worst (laughs) swing in golf the ugliest (laughs) swing in golf okay phil obviously (laughs) phil mickelson and then lee westwood and and one of my old favorites uh uh the south african ernie ells i thought you were gonna say the goose no um, Goosen. no so you're
1: basically like you're you just listed all like the 40 and above crowd other than rory and speed <laughs> you're like straight out of the early 2000s go- isn't there a thomas guy
0: or a- <laughs> justin thomas justin thomas yes
1: yeah. yeah dustin johnson
0: you know him right oh yeah and i forgot about jason, the world jason number one jason day i mean yeah so I, i'm i'm not a I, yeah, i'm you're not a golf i'm a casual golf fan yeah and when tiger's around it's,
1: it's 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 the thrill of what he... it's because you you lived through what he did, and and the, there was just never never anything like that. And it's the draw. It's I think part of it's nostalgia, and then part of it's the wait. Could he put it all together and 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 make something happen? It's kind of like you know if if when Jordan came back on the Wizards, you're like, wait a second, can he like recapture re- this, t- yes. this and do something? You're mm. watching like mm-hmm, he might be. I think that's
0: what it is, and. I realize golf is not one of these sports where you can reel off like non straight tournament wins. Okay. You're, yeah. just, you're just not going to be, you know, I played enough golf to realize that, you know, the, the course, they change the pin placement every day. The weather changes, changes the condition on the course. It may play to your strengths and weaknesses from week to week. So to, for the, the common casual fan to think that Tiger Woods is going to come back and, and win an Augusta national, um, and they've lengthened that course since he's last played, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember if he, last time he played. But uh, to think that he's going to come back and win the Gus National and win the uh, U.S. Open or go over and win the British Open, I think might be a little bit... too ambitious. Yeah. Far but fast, it's not
1: but, out of the realm of possibility. That's right, the thing. Right. Is it's, his thing was, is health. That's been the whole thing keeping him back. So I, I didn't, I wasn't sure he'd even play again professionally after this last injury, because he's just every time he come back he just get hurt again. And backs, mm-hmm. especially with golf and the way he swings, it's just not a good combo. It's just hard to. But he stayed healthy, and and last week in the Honda, and he was the third longest or maybe second longest driver in the field, which is full of young big hitters. Yes. That, it's not out of the realm of possibility if he stays healthy. I mean, I think he'd win again. A major is asking a lot, but why not? You know? I mean, Jack won in his 40s. I mean, you just never you never know. And that's why the, the ratings this year will be up even more because that's what, and when he plays, it's just, and, and even when he wasn't playing awful and missing cuts, his crowds are still bigger than everybody's. Right. Just, You're like, why are jerk. you following him? Like, right?
0: There's so many better not- golfers on the. And, and these young these young kids and and the ones I'm I'm not as familiar with, they don't know the Tiger Woods that I know. And when I say that is not fear him. No, yeah, nobody's, nobody's scared of Tiger, right? That, yeah. it's like me walking on a basketball court, right? Nobody is scared of me, yeah, right? right? It's gonna be like Oh, another old guy wanting to play three-on-three yeah. three pickup, half-court. Well, know? he basically created them
1: also, though. Yes, he
0: did, yeah.
1: Because none of these young guys, golf wasn't cool, and it wasn't. they wouldn't have paid any attention to it if it was just Ernie L's out there. Right. So he basically, it's funny, he's kind of a victim of his own success, success with yeah. all these monsters out there, and now he's the old guy <laughs> going around. But at least he shaved that creepy goatee he had. <laughs> Because Tiger with the, with the goatee was creepy. Yes, like some people, it can work. Does it it's work for fine me? For you? Yes, okay. but that it just made him just look like you know he shouldn't be around From 150 children. feet of a school. Yeah, <laughs> it was creepy. So,
0: so they, there you have it. There's we'll our see. there's our golf talk, and I I think as as the uh, as we move further into spring, get closer to the Masters, we'll have a little bit more to talk about. Golf.
1: Hey, yeah, um, because that's, I then. know that is right up your alley. Oh man, that's my it's my second love really truthfully behind football golf has basketball's always been there but uh golf, it's just an obsession and so um, it, yeah once it grabs you it grabs you but a lot of people don't care to hear about golf so so we don't i don't make you sit here and and break down the, the world golf classic in Mexico this week i'm not going to see I appreciate that yeah
0: because we're not we're also not going to talk about spring training Thank for you, baseball. yes. So I'm, okay. not gonna, I'm not going to put you through All right.
1: that. I won't, I won't bring you into golf talk. You don't bring me into baseball talk.
0: We're good. We're good.
1: The Olympics also
0: happened while the we Olympics. were gone. Man, at first I was really into the Olympics. And then I felt like I got fed a steady dose of ice dancing. Or skiing.
1: Like but, down, downhill skiing every night. But there were training runs.
0: Yes, it was, it was very confusing. Was very like, confusing. Wait, this is just wait, practice? This,
1: why am I seeing practice every night? And, and then and ice, which, what's the difference in figure, figure skating, skating and ice, ice dancing? dancing? I don't know. I've yet to determine. How is it any different? I don't know. Maybe one of our listeners who's more
0: educated and... and so, so, Redheaded Jenna, if you're listening, can you please let us know the difference between ice dancing and...
1: Figure skating. Yeah,
0: because that... A, to I'm, the
1: untrained eye, it's, it's the very, exact same thing.
0: Yes, it's you know. And
1: why don't the Summer Olympics? Why don't they just have dancing? If you're gonna have ice dancing in the Summer Olympics, why don't you have dancing? Because it's the same thing. It's just right? you're
0: on skates. Get out there and shake your groove thing. Or do it on rollerblades. Right. How about the USA winning a gold medal in curling? <sighs> oh,
1: that's I actually like watching curling. Hard, hard, <laughs> yeah. hard, and hard. How, how about the Russian doping? You're taking performance-enhancing drugs to curl.
0: But I mean, what? How? I, I feel like I could go out and get a 24-pack of Natty Light, <laughs> sit in a truck with me and the boys from up the street, get a couple brooms, uh-huh. ice down the rink, and get out there and don't need a whole lot of athletic ability to curl. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what performance-enhancing drug allows me to take that stone and just slide it right. <laughs> None. and then brush brush scrub i'm sorry scrub or whatever the, the heck it is they do. Uh, there's actually an Atlanta curling club. Is there? Um I follow them on Twitter, the ACC. Yeah, they've been around for a long time. Uh at least at least since I've been in uh maybe since 2008 or so. Uh they used to uh meet over in Cobb County and I've never been but I was always interested. Uh actually had a uh, was entertaining. So, uh, you know, maybe one day I'll get into that. favorite Skeleton. (sighs) Have you
1: seen that? That. People are like, bobsledders are crazy. Ski jumpers are crazy. Skeleton's insane. That
0: is nuts. That is absolutely nuts. You're basically, hey,
1: get on a sled, head first on rock, basically, and go 70 miles an hour down the...
0: (laughs) Now, I've gone about, I don't know, 15 or 20 miles an hour down the hill in front of my house when the ice is down here, and that's exciting. I feel like I'm going like 100 miles an hour on my... Rail slid, face first, head first. Dude. You feel pretty extreme
1: I, doing I that. I do. knew. I've
0: taken the picture. And I was like, oh, man, I'm moving. And it's like, why did it take me a minute to go down a hill? I can drive down in like <laughs> 12 seconds. Watching that, that is absolutely nuts because yeah. there's no protection. And you're just like, no. It's like, and it's like. If you crash, you die, I think. Yeah, I think. I don't think anybody's
1: ever recovered from a crash in the skeleton. I mean, you could be, yeah. Um, and they wear those little like pads in their suits. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what's not, the point of that? Not, yeah, I mean, you can put on a helmet, but eh, it's really it's probably if anything is going to prolong your death. Yes, if you crash. <laughs> so, this is so, my Olympic thoughts.
0: Um, favorite winter Olympic sport.
1: Um, probably the slope style snowboarding. Where they did the three huge jumps. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. The snowboarding I love. The um, that's probably I would say snowboarding's taken. I always like slalom, but yeah, snowboarding now.
0: I would have mine was a half pipe, and I I don't know what the deal was with Sean White and his alleged abuse of women in the past. Buzz, or what he said, band, yeah, bandmate, yeah. I, and if he did, and if he has, you know, apologized, good for him. But do Dude is absolutely that awesome. sick, and of course, what kept popping up on Twitter was the interview from like his very first Olympics when he won the gold medal. I don't know if you've seen this interview, but some woman from CNN, I think, is interviewing him, and he's talking about how he was, yeah, we're on the back of the plane, and I'm the, the, the flight attendants want to see the medal, and I'm showing the medal, and we're getting drinks and snacks and all this stuff, and the woman was like. uh you just said you're getting – I mean, stops the interview and says, you just said you're getting drinks. You're 19 years old. Without batting an eye, he goes, I'm talking about Mountain Dew, baby. And he keeps <laughs> – dude, you that. got to see that. I mean, I have to say, if you haven't seen it, Google well, Sean White, Mountain well, Dew, baby. It is – Maybe one of the best lines ever. I mean, this is when he was a punk kid at 18 or 19 years old. Uh, and
1: to, to see somebody, though, that comes down to your last run and you have a score to beat and to go out and put, put it down like flawless, thats dude, I love in any sport watching people step up under pressure and nail it. Like, that's just – I love that. So that was really cool, yeah.
0: So uh, the other thing that's transpired since – we uh, last were on the air. My least favorite college football team won another national title. Uh I
1: don't know if they won it so much as we lost it. So we had the Bros Bowl, which is probably my favorite college game of all time and one of the most entertaining games I would think as yes. a fan ever. And you, we had like seven days to enjoy that. Yes. <laughs> before
0: God. Here we go. bang Again.
1: It's just like, just go away. Right? Just go away or give them the, the ring before the season and let them sit it out. Like, I don't want to see Alabama again. I don't want to see Nick Saban. Like, I, I'm just so I'm so over them. That loss to Ohio State wouldn't have bothered me. Clemson, whatever. But to have that, that team that didn't even win their conference, and they come in there, and then the way I'm, – I'm not going to complain about referees, but – that block punt, that that missed call, oh, the will haunt me forever. Because man, week, that yeah. yeah, that was thirteen nothing, and you you get that, and it dude, just what? I mean, there were other missed calls, and refs are human. That, that it, but you know, it was an amazing season. Blah blah blah. Um, but to Alabama, like, they don't deserve that. They weren't. I mean, to me, they weren't the better team. They so they take Hurts out, and everybody's like, what a.
0: Brilliant move by Saban. Like that was the only move, except for me. I was. I may have been the only one on the face of the earth that was. That will still stand by my statement is that you don't take out your starting quarterback.
1: Think about it. That touch. That their first touchdown, which they jumped had a false start on, but it wasn't called. He was throwing it to the receiver. He was throwing to, didn't catch it. The receiver was throwing it. It just happens to fall in Ridley's hands. You're like, and really, the play in that game that to me is when I started saying, "Uh oh." was when we had a third and seven or something. Oh, had him sacked, sex. and he broke that. Then I was like, uh, you start getting nervous. But then when they missed the field goal, and then we hit a 50-yard field goal, and then you sack them, and it's second and 26. You're like, they don't even have a field goal kicker. All we got to do is keep them from getting a first down. No penalty. I was just saying, no penalties, no penalties, no
0: penalties. No rough in the pass, no pass interference."
1: Yeah, and then the cornerback who's been getting roasted all game <laughs> and still in the game... <laughs> Decides to play an intriguing style of defense. Was it not bump and run? Was it was just called Ole. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> just let him run. And uh, my goodness, that was uh, that was. It it didn't the night of. I was just kind of in shock, and I was like, oh man, that's you know whatever. I kind of expected to lose coming into it, but the in the days following that, I was a very difficult person to be around a <laughs> real estate agent was he there was a detail that he forgot to point out to us that that was kind of a big deal but i absolutely blew up i had to i, I ended up i tell my wife i'm like i can't t- he was calling me asia was calling me because and he, he told megan um your husband came across pretty harsh. Is he okay? He, I need to talk to him. And I was like, I'm, I'm not going to talk to him. I'm not going to talk to anybody today. So you just don't. <laughs> man, I was an angry, bitter person. Were you I was drinking a the bitter man? Were you drinking from the <laughs> cup of bitterness? Oh, man. I still can't hardly think about that. I just watched the Rose Bowl and then pretend the season was over. <laughs> Recruiting help. Man, George, help, big, big,
0: big, big, uh, big recruiting coup for the University of Georgia. Man, they uh, got some in-state kids to stay home, switched mm-hmm. a couple kids, and I know you can talk about that in a little more detail than I can. But man, it—if
1: anybody's interested if,
0: I it, you know, I, I, we're obviously we're a month, uh, you know, almost a month removed from the last or, or official or whatever you want to call it signing day. The, mm-hmm. the other, the normal, regular signing period beginning of that but um georgia making moves again um yeah really strong finish chewing up uh what the uh offensive uh offensive line a little yeah. bit
1: very strong offensive line um linebacker is strong pulled pull a guy from bama of course is sweet we flipped several people from bama well isn't he
0: isn't that doesn't that mean that kirby is cheating if he's pulling yes recruits from i'll bama? tell you
1: i'll tell you according to bama fan what's going on okay so they ended up i think sixth nationally by the service side 24-7 so sixth or fifth whatever it wasn't number one which they're used to which obviously there's a reason for that so kirby yes he is cheating he's also a traitor as we've talked you know because because he he's recruiting players out of georgia that bama wants and he shouldn't he should just let you know he should probably tell them to go to bama which they're upset yeah, that, that he's... That would make sense since yeah.
0: Kirby is from, what, what is he, from Woodbine or <laughs> Waycross or wherever uh, he's from? Bainbridge. Bainbridge, I'm um, sorry. South, southwest so, Georgia, I'm sorry. So, yeah, but, so, but, so he's from Georgia he and went he to co- Georgia. And went to Georgia and coaches for Georgia, but he should tell players in the state of Georgia that, are, that they should go play college football at Alabama. He shouldn't and recruit not,
1: against Saban because oh, he okay. should be loyal to him. And and Cause it's, cause, grateful for what they Because Alabama's out, right?
0: still paying Kirby. So is that
1: here is what here is what is a, what they say. So they say two years ago when he took the Georgia job and decided to stay on and help them coach when Georgia fans are upset. So he went out of his way to hit, stay and help Bama and hurt his recruiting. They said he took pictures of the recruiting board to show to recruits and say, look, you're number three on their board, you're number one on ours. So he stole their recruiting, took pictures of it, and used it against him. And now he's negative recruiting against them and Mm. saying that Saban's gonna retire. So very dirty thing because nobody negatively recruits.
0: Ever. Right. Here's here's what I had heard, and I I want to give proper credit, I believe it was Chuck Oliver who had mentioned this, but this is the kind of recruiter that that he said Kirby Smart is. Okay, let's it, impromptu role play. Okay, I'm Kirby Smart, and you're um, Justin Fields. Justin Fields, and you're gonna tell me uh, that you're committed to Clemson. Okay. Yeah, I've decided to yeah. take my talents to, to the Clemson. The, hey, to, hey, uh, hey, Justin. This is Kirby. Man, I uh, just wanted to let you know that we're really excited about opportunity to get you on campus, and uh, uh, can't wait to get you and see you uh, see you in, in Athens for the game this weekend. And then you tell me. You're committed to Clemson. Yeah, I'm going to go to Clemson. Okay, uh, tomorrow comes, and hey, hey, Justin, this is Kirby. Man, <laughs> I, I really cannot wait to get you on campus here at Georgia. I'm really looking forward to setting up that official visit. And you, you continue. And then to, I would say no. And then Kirby comes back the next day and says, "Hey, Justin, it's uh, this is coach Smart, man. We uh, actually be at your game this weekend, and I'm really looking forward to see you play on Friday night." Yeah,
1: he's persistent, it,
0: extremely persistent. And I know that's silly, but but it's that doggedness, that get after it. I think that's what kids like. I mean, he doesn't... It's effective.
1: I mean, here's the, not here's for the funny thing. Here's what's what's funny to me. So a lot of rival fans are basically, they, they tell themselves that, it, okay, it was a fluke. So here's, what, here's the things they say. At first, it was when he was number one in early signing period and, and all this, which, by the way, before the season started, we were like... 40th in the country. Okay, so it wasn't. It, it's after we had success that things really took off. But they say well, Georgia's always re- recruited well. This it, it, Georgia's always recruited well. So this was preseason, but he, he can't. He went eight and five. He's not going to be able to develop the players. He's he's a terrible coach. He's Will Muschamp 2.0. Okay, first off, Georgia has never recruited. I mean, this is the second best class in the history of recruiting. So no, we we hadn't recruited that well. But then it was. Then it became this year. Well, they had 31 seniors, and he's winning with Coach Rick's players. So he won with Rick's players. Let's see what happens when he has his own guys in there. But then you say, "Wait, but the guys he's bringing in are all more talented than the players that were there, and he won." Like, Maybe safer. The for things Rokoski. don't add up. Like, st- yeah. <laughs> so right. No, no, but but the point is that they said. And 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 then a lot of them are saying, Well, he's obviously cheating. There's obviously a bag man if they're recruiting this well. Well, you just told us that we've always recruited well. Right. So how is jumping from number four in the country to number one in the country that's not like old miss when they were like fortieth and they came up And all of a sudden
0: three. it was like, Yeah, we got Robert Kimitchy and Right in everybody. That doesn't yeah.
1: make sense. Georgia's since two thousand two the top average recruit recruiting um Ranking in the country is number one. USC and Georgia's number two. So we've been number two on average the last like consistent fifteen years. There's consistency there is consistency. So what? Why do you think he's cheating when he brings it? Okay, and this year there were in state. There were a lot of five stars. So that's the funny thing is the cheating accusations come. That's when you know you've made it because they happen every fan when they lose. When you lose a recruit, here is the reasons why. One, you stop recruiting them. You don't have room for them, or Auburn paid for them, which <laughs> Auburn, you know, Auburn and Ole Miss. But that's that's just the excuse that's is always for every school. It's, and the Georgia fans do this too. Like if like Derrick Brown goes to Auburn, well, they they bought him. And I mean, come on, it, it's, it's some people get paid, I think. But it's just just whatever. Kirby was a great recruiter at Alabama. He was their best recruiter there. He can recruit. The qu- the question was whether he could coach. He did that this year. We'll see. But it, that's just funny to me the the spin of the recruiting, especially from the Bama fans. The upset that he's obviously cheating. Oh, they also said Kirby told Zamir White to call the Alabama coaches the night before his ceremony and commit to them, even though he knew he was going to go to Georgia. Kirby told him to do that just to mess with this. And yes, Zamir committed to us the night before his ceremony. And then he went to Georgia because Kirby told him to do that. And you're like, what? what? What the hell are you talking about? You dumb gumps. Like, it's just, I don't know. So, yeah, recruiting's gone well.
0: So, there you have that. Can, can we talk about one of my favorite subjects? Yeah. UNC losing at anything. Ooh. Especially. But who beat them this past man, week? My Miami Hurricanes on their senior night.
1: Was that like a blowout? Was it like a I'll late tell you what. play? So break so, down how that
0: happened. I'm gonna break down what I saw. Okay, I saw UNC take an early lead. They had they had started two of their seniors that don't play, which was very honorable of the Huckleberry Hound to, <laughs> to start those guys. They go up to to quickly. Miami storms back, takes a lead, gets up by I think as many as 15 or 16 in the second half. And here comes Carolina. Something about the Dean Dome, the magic. They're battling back. They're Zebras getting, usually play a role yeah, in they're that. They're getting too. some foul calls. Okay, they're getting some calls, but you know, you got to expect some home cooking. And, and look, when you're playing in a basketball game, you, you got to understand the referees are probably all, if there's a team making a comeback, the referees are going to, they generally favor that comeback team about making calls. Suspect calls kind of get called their way, right? Yeah. So uh, Miami uh, ends up taking a three point lead. It was just fast forward. Three point lead, about. Seven, eight seconds left. Nine seconds left. Joel Berry comes down and off of a Luke May screen and just nails a three pointer to tie the game. Four point one seconds left. I mean, it, it was almost like uh, the Villanova, uh, UNC national title. Oh, game. you're bringing back good memories. Miami inbounds the ball and and you're thinking, okay, you got to get the ball to Chris Likes right because he's their point guard. You got to get it to him. He's quick and fast, get up the court, or you get it to their. Fab freshman Lonnie Walker, who just made a game-winning shot to, to beat Boston College you know, this past weekend. No, it's Jaquan Newton, senior leadership, comes down, pulls up from about, I don't know, 30 feet, right in front of Joel Berry, throws up a prayer, it's answered. And the, the silence was deafening. UNC, <laughs> cry, and all I could think about is their stupid tailgate with the freaking <laughs> candles like a seance. <laughs> The artwork. Oh my gosh! (laughs) I watched
1: the replay of that like eight times. The first time it was the shot, and the other seven times it was to watch the fans. Yes, like dancing and part, and then surrender cobra. You know, just (laughs) (laughs) I think of that. Oh, Oh. that's sweet for people that don't know about the artwork. Is it's a picture of a UNC football tailgate, unlike any other, where the high class. Um, UNC fans who are just more sophisticated than the rest of us At Obviously. one of their tailgates There's a picture of like six of them posing And their tailgate, rather than a table of like wings and chips And burgers and stuff It's a uh, some framed photos Not of UNC stuff, just framed artwork Some candles,
0: things Car- like Car- that yeah, Carolina blue candles, yeah
1: You think you're in like an antique store Exactly uh, So we always like to, to mock them for that
0: And it's it's always fun to mock Carolina, who uh, probably, in my opinion, the perpetrators of the most heinous academic fraud scandal of all time. That the NCAA said that it wasn't their role to (laughs) govern. We're we're about to talk about the NCAA in just a minute. Uh,
1: the most egregious non-call in the history of sports that the NCAA, just giving them a pass on that. And I mean, the way they said it, they're like, well, it was, yes, it was absolutely wrong, but it's their job to police themselves. And you're really? like, Wait a second. I isn't thought your called, whole purpose was to police isn't people. Isn't that
0: called lack of institutional <laughs> control?
1: Oh, man. Anyhow, the blue bloods. So speaking of
0: college hoops. Well, we got, we got... You got UN, uh, NC State and Georgia Tech on the TV in the lab down here. But I thought, I mean, we said Blue Bloods.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. These <laughs> don't
0: necessarily fall in that category. <laughs> Oh, oh I, I, I'm sorry. I, I saw Georgia Tech. I should probably should have said the dregs of the ACC, <laughs> the not the, the blue bloods.
1: I don't even know what's the record. Pastner did well last year in the second did. half of the he's, season. What happened? Yeah,
0: they got, I think they had some injuries and maybe suspension and, you know.
1: When you get waxed by Georgia, you're not a good team.
0: No. Well, you know, it's tough to get players at Georgia Tech in any kind of sport because they're so... <laughs> Uh, he struggled for that yes, for so long, didn't yes. they? Bobby Kremens had a hard time doing that. Yeah, he that. did. And even, uh, you know, who was a uh, Paul uh, Hewitt? Paul Hewitt. Thank you. Yeah, he he struggled with that too, didn't he? Yeah, definitely. Somehow, Iman Shumpert got into Georgia Tech. So. I know,
1: and the, but Duke doesn't have a problem with it. You know, Stanford doesn't have a problem with it. No. no. Uh,
0: yeah. Okay. Enough. 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 Um, you know the the thing dominating college basketball. Was this? Was it Yahoo Sports or was it yeah. ESPN? Yahoo, Yahoo Sports does kinda, a great job. They kind of broke the news about. But here's my problem about how Yahoo broke it. Twenty colleges caught up in the scandal. 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 to Beatty? I can't remember who it was twenty. All right, so twenty schools among some of the elites like Duke yeah. and. USC and Michigan State. So I'm kind of, now I'm kind of thinking, oh, Duke? I'm yeah. excited. And then I read, Wendell Carter had a $70 dinner with some Longhorn. guy. With his family. <laughs> How, when he was in high school. <laughs> How is that an impermissible benefit? It's a dinner. Yeah. What if I took the Carters out for dinner?
1: Yeah. You couldn't pay for him. Or if you did, don't keep it on a
0: ledger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to get to that in a second. But my point is, here you have these salacious headlines, yeah. and I think that's poor journalism. Now, I am not a journalist. I just play one on Thursday nights. Yeah. But common sense is... And I realize they have to sell or get re- viewership to sell advertisement, and that's the name of the game, and you want, you know... Yeah, maybe. and the
1: writers don't write the headlines, to be fair to them.
0: But... uh you I think you start on a slippery slope when you start you know twenty colleges kind of caught up in the scheme and you read the read the article and it's like, yeah, uh, they had a dinner with this guy well, what's i mean come on n c a a is is yeah a meal at Longhorn, and
1: you were thinking that Coach K was going to have payment plans and you absolutely know, boosters was, and all
0: that. I was really looking forward to seeing the demise of Duke and not the, Christian Dawkins bottom dinner, yeah. It 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 was it was very very misleading. Uh, so it's I was just, disappointed.
1: It, it just doesn't. It, what difference does it make if Dennis Smith got seventy thousand from an agent while he was there? He's in the N- NBA now. So what? What he We're wasn't gonna, paid to go there. Right. Like what's?
0: Uh, here's, come on. Here's what it sounds like. This whole story to me sounds like the Nevin Shapiro case. Uh, with University of Miami, and I'm not I'm not trying to say that the Miami players were innocent. I think there was a lot of misgivings going on down there in South Florida. But it sounds like an angry, bitter person that said, "Okay, and if you read kind of the ledger and some of the bad loan, bad loan, bad loan, hey, they're paying these guys early and taking a gamble that they're going to sign them,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and when they don't." Now they've got some record to say where well, we're going to give this to the FBI or the FBI is going to investigate it. Well, like you said, what are they going to do to Dennis Smith other than say, "Well, you got seventy-four thousand dollars, so you didn't get taxed on that, so you owe us X amount of dollars in penalties." You know what Dennis Smith's going to say? Here's
1: I your check. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. going to
0: vacate your wins while you were yeah. there. Okay, I don't really, I don't really care.
1: Right. Ooh. It's not. It's absurd unless you've got a head coach or an assistant coach that's making payments to get people there we like no no one cares if a prospect eats dinner with an agent like, it just doesn't what how does that how does that like what is the word I'm trying to think of like change the the playing field like make it not level like how how does that give school A an advantage over right. school B. It doesn't give you a competitive advantage that your guy is considering his future, you know, who's going to manage his career. It's right. it's not. Who
0: cares? And these kids are so fickle. And I think there's, at, at stake here, there are two, two different uh, issues. The first is, you know, did Rick patino or, or did Louisville, uh, the staff at Louisville, really know what was going on? Were they steering these players towards the... Uh, a, a particular agent—that's one thing. Was an agent paying somebody to try to get a kid to make sure he signs with them? Another thing.
1: Yeah, that's For, you know a
0: big deal. That it, it, and that's I think there's a big difference if huge if, difference if what the rumor is and the sources that is it Slayball had I think that about uh, Sean. Um, um, thank you, Sean Miller at uh, Arizona. If in fact he was on the phone saying that he would pay a hundred thousand dollars to make sure that uh, whatever his uh, DeAndre Ayton, Ayton, thank you, may, you know came to Arizona. I don't understand how this agent would have that control because here's a, here's my thought is. If you really wanted Aiton, wouldn't you go directly to his handlers and not deal with some third-party agent who's, yeah. like, not relevant? Yeah. I mean, definitely. I don't want to say not relevant, but I, uh, it, it just doesn't add up to me. Yeah. Um, and and Aiton is going to be gone next year, right? D- right. Does he care? Does he really have any allegiance to Arizona? Right. Uh,
1: and, and it's by that point yeah it's going to be the one thing that i don't like is the shoe company's role and them directing players to their schools Mm -hmm. like they shouldn't nike shouldn't try to they shouldn't spend all nike shouldn't be paying these coaches this much in these schools and they shouldn't be the whole idea of um like jalen brown you can't go to a nike camp because you're an adidas school wheeler's an adidas school okay so what and you need to go to uh, college that's an Adidas school. Like, why not go to a Nike camp and an Adidas camp? Why are high schoolers, like, under contract with a certain right. shoe company? Right,
0: They're amateurs, right? Yeah, and you're an apparel company. I mean, that's, yeah, that's a, that's a bigger issue. American greed. I mean, it, is, it is at its best. And so we've had, you know, several of the talking heads giving their opinions, you know, what should happen, should we pay players, uh, you know, should a payer be able to make money off of his likeness? Uh, should we get away with the one and done? We're not going to solve that answer here tonight. Mm-hmm. Very you know, complex. It's extremely complex. Um, but one idea I thought that would absolutely shake things up that uh, Jalen Rose had mentioned, he said, you know, the, the player should boycott the NCAA tournament. And I think that's probably an unpopular idea among fans because, here we go again. I, I, I can hear the argument right now. Well, you're getting a scholarship that's mm-hmm. worth eighty thousand dollars, and I didn't have a chance to get that scholarship. Well yeah. you, you know what, man? Yeah, you know, it. You it, weren't making money for the school either. Exactly. And say what you want, say what you will. You know, we're we're all blessed with different talents. If somebody's talent is a balance of basketball up and down, and it is it's absurd and as silly as that seems, uh, and the school's making money off of. Wendell Carter Jr. or Gary Trent Jr. or Grayson Allen or Jordan Usher, Jordan Usher, uh, Colin Sexton, uh, Darius Perry, you know, take your yeah. take your pick. Uh, if if they're mu- making money off these guys, you know, I I just feel like these kids should have a you know, have an opportunity to make money off their own likeness. And you know what? If you don't, if if they were to band together and saying screw it, we just ain't gonna play. We're not playing the NCAA tournament. I bet the NCAA would go scrambling, and and that's the most corrupt organization. Mark Emmert is Absolutely. the biggest piece of s h i t. Um, and and you, you can spell it, you can say it. All right, he's a, he, to me, he's just a big <laughs> piece of shit. Okay. Yeah. He, I I I really think that he he talks out of both sides of his mouth, and he's. You know, extremely self-righteous about. Oh, we've got a good a handle on this, dude. You know it's been going on forever, and you don't yeah. do anything. And now the FBI is involved. The FBI doesn't care. All they care about is some money's been trading hands, yeah. And nobody's paid taxes. That's right. what the FBI is concerned yeah. about. They don't care that Wendell Carter Jr. is at Duke and 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 that and an agent uh, bought yeah, him dinner or or Tamizh Metu got $2,000 at USC, allegedly, you know. No. They, they don't care about that. They care about who didn't pay their taxes. Yeah. That's the criminal element of this.
1: The worst part about Emmert is you come out and you say your whole your whole reason for being is to ensure amateurism and student-athlete, student athletes student 1st and then you give UNC a pass when they basically violate, I mean, just spit in the face of academic integrity yes and you say well that's not our job that's not well what the hell is your job then like if you're not going to regulate schools creating fake classes to ensure students are eligible what do you what because what it seems like they do is make sure that parents don't get rent money to keep their utilities on from a family friend or a booster like that's that seems like they care more about making sure that players don't meet with prospective agents than they do schools actually this garbage that they do yeah we both hate them the ncaa and i before we were talking i wish the power five would just break free of them and just let them whatever they're useless to me they're spineless they're corrupt And people are speaking out about it, though. Thankfully, Stan Van Gundy, Mm -hmm. LeBron, Mm -hmm. a lot of people are realizing it. So hopefully, I mean, it's just, I don't have the answer, because I don't, it's tough to me if you let people get paid, because then people are going to take advantage of it in recruiting and, and that sort of thing. But I also don't think you should keep them from going to the NBA if they want to, you know, that's, there's, which, okay, but there's also the point that you're not telling them they can't go play professionally. You're not te- they can go anywhere. They just can't go to the NBA. Correct. And if they decide to go to an NCAA institution, these are the rules you have to follow. So it's not like you're you're owning them, but that's the only so it's I can see both sides of it, but I I just don't like that the NCAA is the one making all the money in the schools. But then and they make that much money and they're going to act like a meal at Longhorns just kills the integrity of sure, the game. Sure,
0: sure. I, I think the other thing, when you talk about integrity of paying players, and there's a, a million different ways to do it, but uh, there is this uh, Title IX issue with gender equality in sports. And so if you pay the male football player and the male basketball player, you better believe you're going to have to pay the female gymnast or swimmer mm. or uh, equestrian or polo player, what you know? Pick your sport, uh, skeet shooter, and so how do you equitably say okay, uh, and I'll pick I'll, I'll pick on a sport, NCAA men's soccer, okay? How how is, which is a non-revenue generating sport in most institutions? Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you tell the football players? I know you you bring in X amount of dollars to this business, essentially is what it is. But we're gonna have to give a portion to the soccer players and a portion to the women's softball team and a portion i mean there's just no yeah i think you it's just tricky. it's a very you have to if you pay somebody you had to pay everybody in terms of college athletics and i uh I just think you open yourself up to some civil rights lawsuits if you don't and and that's just a slippery slope and that's it I'm is. not saying title IX is a bad thing I'm just saying that's something that has to be considered mm hmm
1: that's why it's so complicated. So extremely complicated.
0: So, I mean, we we'd love to hear your comments on that. Uh, if you've got them, you can always touch base with us on Twitter. Uh, we're we're getting back in the saddles, and you know, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll be available to interact uh, when uh, during the day, uh, during the evening. You know, tweet us at the roleplayers One. T-H-E-R-O-L-E-P-L-A-Y-E-R-S. I think I spelled that right. And then the number one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, if you follow us, you know where to get us. If you don't, if you're new, uh, we'll put the link on the uh, uh, on the info to the podcast.
1: We should do a, uh, speaking of Twitter, we should do a, um, when the tournament rolls around, we should do a bracket challenge and hand out money and, or something to anybody that can beat us. Yeah, but
0: nobody, Since can nobody beat us. nobody
1: beat us in the picks. I mean, we kind of... They just stopped even trying after a point. Well,
0: we could, could give them another chance. Yeah, we could give them another chance. It's a
1: lot easier to to, to luck into a tournament tournament win with a bracket than it is to, to pick winners against the spread every week. This is so, true. This is true. What, hey. what,
0: what are we putting on the line here? Can we make the Pot Sweeter $100 gift card? That's a little rich. We'll have to talk about that. We'll have to talk to, we'll talk to our sponsors that. to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: get our sponsors to see if. If they can hand out some some free organization or something. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> or free dog walking. Anyway. Anyways. Uh, wild card, man. This is something that- Dicey, is, controversial uh, stuff extremely here. Extremely controversial, man, but we're getting back in it. We're going to jump in big. And we
1: haven't discussed this. Ever. So I don't know what you're going to say. Ever, You don't man. know what I'm
0: going to say. I have no idea. Gun control And we've never said anything political Never, but we are going to divide the country (laughs) We
1: might just go down and become a political podcast (laughs) after this Me and you can get on and yell at each other And just take opposing sides and just talk over each other So you can start talking, so start giving your opinion
0: So I really think guns are... No, but see, you're not answering But but Sean Hannity, if you could just listen to me for five (laughs) five seconds, Sean Hannity
1: Answer the question, answer the question (laughs) Do you support Islam? Do you support
0: murdering clerics? But, they Sean, what I'm trying to say, if you yeah. look at an article that I wrote back in 1967 <laughs>
1: about the... And they all smile while they're doing yes, it, too. You I know, think. they're, like, hating each other, and they're all just rudely talking, but they have a big smile at the end. They're like, thank you so much for having me on, Sean. <laughs> huh. uh, gun control, man. This is a... Hey! As we say that on the news, a gun, gun found, found in
0: school in Coweta County, County in Georgia. County. Look at that! Looky there. Um. So what about guns, man? There is a large debate in this country, and and I feel like some facts are not being, uh, maybe they're being misrepresented, and I, I've seen it on both. I've been on Twitter, and I've seen both arguments, and um, I think. First of all, I want to clear something up, okay? I, I'm not a gun owner, but I'm a fan of guns, if that makes any sense. Yeah. All right? And, and my my preference would be a long gun, okay? Um, but... Like a cannon? Not that long. <laughs> See, now, the sophisticated beatnik would tell me that my fascination with shooting things or, like, shooting holes in cans or busting water bottles or something is very... Archaic and caveman yeah. like, and You're I'm a not, rube. I've not evolved, right? Yeah, I've not evolved. Um, whatever. I I have a college degree. Yeah, <laughs> and I couldn't care less. There's a, I'm a there's guy. A certain arrogance to yeah. to
1: some sides that, um, especially that side that the. So there's the idea of this the simple backwoods Bubba that that all he knows is guns and shooting stuff and Yeehaw. And then there's the the buzzword, catchphrase, whatever, coastal elite who's like, you know, sitting there and doesn't own a car and sits in his apartment and talks about how your you know, your obsession with guns is so exactly barbaric and you're not sophisticated enough. But um yeah,
0: I think I mean, it's in the middle, right? Right. It's so I, I want there's something I wanna clear up and, and for all of our twenty three listeners who have been brainwashed to believe that the AR and AR 15 stands for automatic rifle or assault rifle.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, that stands for Armalite 15. Yeah. It's the company that originally made that gun. Yeah. Okay. So first and foremost, second, uh, that, uh, in its original capacity, is a semi-automatic weapon. And if I can explain something, at least my knowledge is, that means that you actually have to squeeze a trigger for a bullet to come out, it fires a projectile, and then dumps out a shell on the other side, reloads, and then you fire again. Yeah. You have to squeeze a trigger, all right? That same action works in a 9 millimeter or in a forty-four. okay? Yeah. It's, it's the same action. Now, the difference is that a rifle probably fires a little bit faster, but if you have a semi-automatic hunting rifle... Uh, you fire, you, you know, the rate of speed you can squeeze a trigger is about the same. Uh, what am now I I say all that to just to kind of clarify some, some misconceptions because you, what I do understand is the gun is very menacing looking. Yeah. And there are things you can do to that gun to make it as close to an automatic, uh, weapon as possible. And and for people that don't know, automatic weapons are illegal. All right. They, they are, and I won't say illegal, they're very hard to obtain. They are. Extremely hard to obtain. Um, there's a, a bunch of loopholes. But the people who obtain uh, these illegally don't really care about whatever laws you want to put in place in the first place. Right? Uh, if I'm a criminal, okay, and I always heard it said, locks are put on doors to keep honest people out. Okay? Because the criminal mind says... If I want to get into that car, I don't care if it's locked on the busted window. Yeah. And if I want to steal your wallet, I don't care about your life. I'm going to steal your wallet. Uh, if guns are illegal, I don't care. I'll steal somebody else's to help commit this crime. That's the criminal element. And I think some, some people lose that idea of, well, if we just pass some more laws, then everything will be okay. You can't out-legislate every criminal element i would love to live in a a utopian society where there was no crime where i could walk down the street and not fear for my life or i could get on the train and not be worried about somebody jumping on or or not so worried about somebody carjacking me now these aren't things i worry about every day but they cross my mind okay Mm -hmm. you know we we live in a large metropolitan area crime is prevalent Mm -hmm. i won't say rampant but prevalent okay We see it on our news every day about either a murder or an assault or something going on. To think that you can legislate away, and there are some good pieces of legislation, let's not not get carried away, but to think that you can legislate away every single opportunity for crime is just short-sighted. I'm not saying that people should own an AR-15 or any kind of quote-unquote, assault military-style rifle, but let's take a step back and, and, and really evaluate what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's my comment. And, and while I don't agree, I'm not a member of the NRA, I don't agree with every statement that the NRA has made, but I just feel like they're being, and, and maybe they bring it upon themselves, they're being made the scapegoat of this atrocity that happened down in South Florida when there were so many flaws so many balls that were dropped that possibly could have prevented this. Mm-hmm. Uh, tips to the FBI, okay, visits to this kid's house several times. No 30 plus a- times. Yeah, <laughs> no, no action by the resource officer. And I can't, I, I'm not placing blame on anybody. I'm just saying let's take You're a step You're saying back. there's a lot
1: of blame if you want to.
0: But, but just to say we've got to have gun control. Should you be 21 to, to purchase a gun? Yes. That's that's probably not a bad idea. Should there be enhanced background checks? Probably not a bad idea. Should I be able to own a gun in my house? Absolutely. Yeah. Should I be able to teach my kid responsible gun ownership? Absolutely. Should yeah. you take my guns away? Absolutely not. Yeah.
1: And I don't think so. <laughs> so here's what I don't like. Is I don't. What I'm tired of is both sides of the debate taking a going this bunker mentality where anytime anything comes up, the left is see it's assault rifle, blah blah blah, the NRA blah blah blah, and the right saying no, this is just a ploy to try to take yeah, our guns. A, it was right, a fake.
0: They, they that never happened. Yeah, that shooting You're never just happened.
1: exploiting this crisis to try to come take all of our guns, and the NRA comes out and say like it's in the middle it's it's just so stupid to have the same predictable responses from everyone so your opinions differ it's first off they're never gonna take away all guns in america it's just never gonna happen okay so you don't have to worry about that and you don't need to try to argue for that right but you can't if if and i'm a gun owner and i'm pro second amendment everything i don't I don't need an AR 15. I don't need, and I know that it's not an assault rifle and an automatic weapon. And I know, but I also know how much more damage an AR 15 bullet does mm-hmm. and the the capacity of the magazines. You don't, ri- okay, when was the last time you ever saw on the news someone foil a burglary in their home and shoot a band of 30 marauders? Like, you don't need to fire off 30 shots in a row
0: you need a pump action shotgun you that's it's what just, you need it's just you
1: don't need it so so i have a gun that has it holds 17 i've never i don't i, I keep like eight in there and that's just for protection at home i'm never gonna have, use it probably but i don't need seven you just don't need these high capacity magazines you don't need an ar-15 okay and you certainly don't need bump stocks. Those
0: should be completely... Absolutely. It's like you're Absolutely. not going
1: hunting and needing to fire off automatic rounds. I
0: mean, that poor deer. I mean, it, it so, becomes <laughs> it becomes jerky on the spot. <laughs> yes. You spray, and then you get shrapnel as you're eating, you little... Pe- <laughs> so,
1: I don't... I'm completely four guns, but I, I also... I would love to own a cheetah, okay? But I know that I... Okay, so I would love to have that, but I know that there's people out there that are not going to properly keep it contained and then a cheat is going to get loose and and run wild like like that I, there's things like i would tiger, like like that
0: tiger that right got, there's yeah.
1: things i would like but i don't need them and if it keeps so the kid goes and buys this from dick's sporting goods so it's like yeah criminals don't follow the laws that's true that's not probably not going to keep them out of the hands of all criminals but these shootings aren't committed by criminals. These are people without criminal records for the most part.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So
1: they're going, you you just, I don't understand. Why not try at this point? Because these keep happening, and if it was a family member, people would probably have a different perspective. Like sure. if your brother got shot from this, you probably would feel differently about it. And it's not that important to be able to own a unique type of gun that you think is cool to go shoot in the woods or on the range if it does help so if he's firing off however many 20 rounds every 10 seconds okay if he had to reload that's that's 10 seconds that someone's not getting shot so that's it's not going to stop it but if it could help what it's worth a shot so if it if nothing changes you could you could they're they're fine and I'm not I have a lot of people that have AR15s and I like to shoot them but to me it's you it's just not the Second Amendment's bare arms, but it doesn't say okay and first off, that was back when people had muskets and the British had muskets. So if the government wants to kill you, which is the reason the Second Amendment was there, you and your supply is not gonna do anything. They'll just drone you or they'll just whatever. But it's it's it doesn't specify what you can have. And I just think it's this this mentality of, a, no, he ain't gonna take it from me. It's mine. I'm a grown man. I can have what I want. It's my constitutional right. It's just rat. like, man, just give it just give it a chance. If nothing else, it shuts up all the non-stop yapping of, take the gun, see, the guns are the problem. The guns are the problem. It's not. The guns aren't the problem. They're a tool. The problem is this twisted culture we have. But, to me, but it's not a terrible idea. And if you're against the background checks and strengthening them, you are just blindly following whoever it is, the NRA or the the, right. You're just blindly following an ideology because, or you're a criminal that wants to be able to get a gun like you're a felon (laughs) because there is no possible reason that you would be against ensuring that guns don't end up in the wrong hands. Like there's just no possible reason. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm love gun and, and, Three years ago, I would have said, laughed anybody that said AR-15 should be illegal because. But I'm starting to to just more, like it's worth a shot. It's not, it's not taking your right away. And and if anything, have a, especially if you. If you have a history of, of mental illness or if you've had a domestic violence, you know, a charge against you, like you shouldn't be able to go out and get something. You give up your right once you do certain things. Yes. Right. Yeah. So it's, I don't know, but I'm the most of all, I'm just tired of the predictable back and forth from the same people spouting the same talking points and then they'll throw out a stat and then they'll talk about Canada, and then they'll talk about Kennesaw, Georgia, where everybody makes... Sh- I've seen that meme on Facebook like a hundred times. Kennesaw, Georgia makes... It has a law requiring every homeowner to have a gun. They have the lowest crime rate in the USA. I'm like, no, Kennesaw doesn't require you to have a gun. No, the crime rate's nothing special, right? So shut the hell up. It's like... It's like... I saw a, a video that was talking about there was a... a Gun control, something um, march in some state in Georgia, and they were like showing clips from it, and they were showing a video of a KKK rally in Columbia, South Carolina, that was allegedly taking place in Kennesaw, Georgia, by guns. Right, and you're just like, so if you see something on Facebook or Twitter, like making an argument for one or the other, just assume it's false. Just assume (laughs) that it's not true. And
0: so. I, I do want to, I, I did see a clip from, you want to talk about fake news. I, I, I'm i not a, I'm not a, I'm not a big supporter of our, I'm, I'm not out there. I'm not a big supporter of our past two presidents. Okay. And yeah. I happen to be African-American. So uh, you can, you know, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Okay. <laughs> um, but I was watching a, a news sto- uh, uh, a, a clip from a news story. From a news station in Columbus, Ohio. And they showed somebody with the pump-action shotgun blowing up a watermelon. They said, this is the damage a semi-automatic <gasps> rifle can do. And I was like, I saw the shotgun cartridge eject from the gun. I was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Can we, I mean,
1: this is... Do you Both know the people- size of an AR-15 bullet is, a, is a, it's, it's It's. small. It's a,
0: a shotgun. <laughs> I mean this was a legit shotgun shell that came even I knew it was a shotgun shell and I was like and, and I don't wanna get too far into that, but I, I just think people on both sides of the argument really blow it out of proportion. Yeah. Uh, it and and I'm gonna say something I wanna and then I'm gonna end for myself on something. I admire these young students for speaking out. Oh, hell against, yeah. you know, against gun control. And I realize that a lot of times it takes a tragedy for us to act or for us to move or to get behind, but I I, I do want to say this. and I'm not playing a race card, but I do want to say there's a lot of black-on-black crime in our large metropolitan areas committed with guns, and nobody is out there beating the hammer about gun control until a suburban tragedy happens. Yeah. So does it really matter until it affects you? Do you care? Can we look at ourselves in the mirror as a country and say we really care about our fellow man and what goes on? I, I think we become such a me society mm-hmm. and a selfish society that unless it happens or affects me, I, I'm really just so far removed from anything that happens in Chicago or Memphis or Miami yeah. or New Orleans or, or Charleston. It, it's just, it, and I, I guess I'll lean in that saying it, what, how much would it take for us to to try and love one another and respect one another?
1: The empathy.
0: Um, it's just it, it's just a I think it's an old biblical principle that we we might benefit from and and you kind of <laughs> remove a lot of and, and I'm not going to preach anybody but if you remove some of the Judeo Christian values from our society and what do we become
1: Yeah man a, a a democracy republic is is built basically on having a moral uh, a compass, right? Right, right. On having a moral society and and people. So when you remove, when you make everything relative and all, it's uh, you, you get what's happening now. I've we could do ten hours of me whining about our our society and talking about my cynical well, state towards if, it. If, but man,
0: but hey, uh, but if uh, you start crying about Trump, you can get on MSNBC. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> can I we saw, talk about snowflakes? I don't, I, I, man, I. Speaking of crying and what you were talking about, that video of the uh, watermelon, I, I saw a video of a. Um, it was from a news clip, and it was a journalist that that went and shot an AR-15, and it was a, it was a dead serious. And he was, um, he was. It had him, and then it had him shoot it, and afterwards he was in like in this grief-stricken face, and he's like, the feeling that I had after shooting it. He's like the, fe- I honestly think that i'm suffering a little bit of ptsd right now just from firing that rifle and i was like
0: (laughs) post-traumatic stress d from shooting a gun man go get a beer
1: (laughs) oh man uh come on oh Oh my gosh there's this it's just there's the there's the wow y'all are y'all the i get offended by everything crowd and then there's the well, you're just offended by everything. You're too PC crowd. It's <laughs> just like everything's just become, devolved into this this two-sided, you're one or the other. And, right. the, and the idea that, I, I don't believe it, that everyone just falls in line and completely agrees with every issue according to their party. So if you're a Republican, oh, I happen to agree with everything that the Republican <laughs> Party stands for. If I'm a Democrat. And my Occupy Democrats page on Facebook, I agree with everything, everything they de- de- post. And they all start thinking alike and it's just like, oh, that's
0: groupthink, right? How convenient. Yes. Right? Groupthink and then you don't have Man. an idea of your own. or You can't think independently. Just being
1: an independent. Just everybody being independent. And if you're registered to a party, they own you. So Why, Absolutely. Are, you, why are you basically telling them telling them, "Yeah, you have my vote. You don't have to do anything to to woo me." You're they do own you. You're you're basically saying, "Yeah, do whatever you want. I'm I'm one of yours. I mean, whatever you I'll just vote down down ticket whatever.
0: Whatever." That's just so blind. No, I hate it. I mean I hate it. Um. You know, there's a there's a silly song. It's like what the world needs now is love. Sweet sweet love. love. And those are the only lyrics I know, but what 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 else can fix our problem? We can't legislate morality. We have to have more law and, uh,
1: and truthfully, on a, on a different note, and we won't go down this rabbit hole, but the whole legislate morality thing, the same people are the people that are saying, well, the government needs to legislate that you can't marry this person because you need to follow my morality. You can't marry somebody of the same sex, because and the government should dictate that. Well, no, the government di- you can't legislate morality, and a law isn't going to make so anyways, I'm just I can I, I can we can are we going to start a political end? podcast? I mean, we I'm can just go saying, all day. I see a lot of hypocrisy oh. from people oh. saying that the government needs to stay out of things, but the government shouldn't stay out of this.
0: It's for whatever their special interest, man. I'm just, just it's talking. all I'm it is, just it's all it is. We've deviated from the mean. <laughs> We've gone the way mean off track. and the mode. Okay. <laughs> We've just lost 7 of our 23 <laughs> listeners. <laughs> But we will pick up. Uh, may, maybe we'll pick up. Uh, maybe Clay Travis will start picking <laughs> up. <in> his... <laughs> I don't want Clay Travis. If you hear this, Clay Travis, I don't want you. So no, we don't want. We don't need that. Excellent. Well, hey, thanks for listening and bearing through our political speak. If you haven't, and, you know, it, it, these are oh, the don't base... open, don't yes, open yes, this... absolutely, no, no, no. absolutely. I want to see some pure viral, viral <laughs> hatred and... <laughs> and anger and okay, gnashing gonna, of teeth art's gonna take
1: control of twitter if this if, <laughs> if that happens so anything okay. that comes out of our twitter for the next week is is coming from the mosley camp <laughs> i don't on 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 the internet and social media i don't dabble in politics and i it's, it's just there's so no well there's
0: really no place for it it's a, it's just it, doesn't work it in nobody changes yeah, their mind right. Have have you ever had your Mind changed by a Facebook a post or a comment? <laughs> no, it's just it's, it's just, just echo a, chambers. Yes, it is, and nobody's you know. Everybody wants to be right. That's the thing. Everybody That's has the most to be important right.
1: Thing is being right and right. talking and not listening. But you're just and even when they're in person conversations, usually you're not listening to what the person say. You're, you're you're waiting, waiting for, them for to yes. End. Well, let me
0: tell you my facts and my stats. And yeah, come on, we know they're we can effing twist, opinions, right? We can twist stats and facts any way we want, right?
1: And that's the thing. It is all opinions on how things should be. Of all politics, is just opinions on how things should be run. Or ideologies, right? It's not facts. It's not science. It's not black or white. And it's just different ways of doing things.
0: And here's the thing. Maya Angelou had a poem, and I think they played it at the last Olympics, and she was like, we are more alike than different. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I feel like if folks across the different sides of the aisle or where the division is realize that most people are trying to get to the same place, they're trying to use a different vehicle, and if they met somewhere in the middle and were willing to compromise on some things. And I, I there I know sometimes you, you have things you can't compromise on. I get yeah. that, but instead of being so angry and holding on and, and feeling like you're gonna lose something and 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 gosh, understanding what life is really about, man. Is it about accumulating wealth or, or, or making sure everybody has free stuff? Is it about stuff? <sighs> we'll say that for another day. It's about people. Quarterback, talking about my teammate. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We will uh, we'll be back next week for yeah. We'll uh, get back to being regular. Uh, we'll talk a little, talk a little NCAA basketball, March Madness tournament. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about spring
1: practice ain't far away. Football, we'll get
0: it. We we'll get into that a little bit, and uh, we'll recap golf from this from this weekend with we'll have our golf minute with our resident and golf one of these expert. days
1: we'll have a i'll have alex call in and me and him because he he was in the last year or so i think and he he's pretty much gotten into it but man when you get hooked it's it's a zero to 100 really quick and uh I, one of these days when, when there's a slow sport i'll have him call in and we can discuss golf fans and the golf because there is a a bit of a controversy this past week with a, with Justin Thomas had a player kicked out for saying get in the bunker but me and him have had discussions about golf fans and they almost always fit into the category of they're either a frat bro or they're like a purist wearing <laughs> golf cleats and that's a discussion for like <laughs> no that's going
0: that's 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 our podcast are you're going to Wednesday we need to have him call in after he goes to the Masters. So we need to do that podcast okay. on Thursday of yeah. the Masters. So we need to have him call in That All
1: right. We'll do that. So, Al G., you're you're, you're on the books, man. Um, second weekend in August, or week in August, you're, you're I mean, in uh, April, you're, you're scheduled. So he'll be official go. guest number two as long
0: as he agrees to it, which I would think he would. No doubt. Hey, thanks a lot for listening. I know we ran a little bit long with, with political talk, and we could talk all night about that. But we're glad to be back in the saddle. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget our sponsors, Hillstrides. And you can reach them at Hillstrides, H-I-L-S-T-R-I-D-E-S, Hillstrides at yahoo.com. And YorganizeIT.com. Your space, your time, your life. We'll be back next week. Thanks a lot for listening. See Guys, I y'all. am Arthur Mosley. He is Daniel Allen. We are the road players. Have a good week. Guns!